Welcome to Living Loved and Free with Carol G, a podcast sponsored by Pathway for career-focused, high-achieving Christian women who desire true love and the freedom to be who God created you to be. I am Carol Griffiths, your Kingdom Life Coach and Freedom Guide, and I am excited to share practical strategies to help you thrive in your kingdom-focused life. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to episode five of Living Loved and Free with Carol G. Welcome back to those of you who have listened before, and this is not your first time at the party. So glad to have you listening again. If you are a first time listener, welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. I trust that you will enjoy this episode. Go back and listen to the previous episodes and continue rocking with us on the Living Loved and Free podcast. Let your friends know about this podcast. Tell me, if you found a great restaurant, right, and it had like the food seasoned to the tea, and it had service that was top-notch, right, and the ambiance was just wonderful, would you tell your friends about it? Would you let them know, hey, there's this new spot in town that you have to check out. Wouldn't you share it with your girlfriends? Hello, I know I do, right? And then like, if you found like this store that had all of the styles that fit who you are in this season of life and the clothes were priced just right for you, the clothes was stylish, just right for you. And the salespeople were attentive and interested in making sure that you got what you needed and not, it wasn't just about uh, them making a sale. Wouldn't you tell your girlfriends about it? Now I know some people are low key, like selfish, right? And you want to keep all the goodness to yourself because you may be saying, oh, if I tell them about my restaurant or about my new dress spot, they may go and buy out everything and then there's no room in the restaurant for me when I want to go or there's no good fashion in the store when I want to go. But let me tell you, if you tell your friends about this podcast it is still going to be here for you too. So this is a best kept secret that you can share and not have to worry about being depleted because more people know about the podcast. So sister friend, do your friends a solid and let them know about this podcast because God has orchestrated this for this season for all of his daughters who need to know, yo, I am not requiring you to be stuck in religious practices that wear you out and don't add any genuine value to your life. I do not require you to be burnt out, overwhelmed by a whole bunch of activities to the point where you don't have time to cultivate a personal relationship with me, 
right? That's what God wants his daughters to know because so many of us are exhausted because we're doing what we think we need to do to be good Christian women. And God is like, no, no, I do not need you to be exhausted, overly tired, irritated, unfulfilled. For me, the gospel is about freedom and love and peace and joy and abundance. And so this is what I do with this podcast. I remind and or inform myself first and then you that, hey, God loves us unconditionally, deeply. Whether we do a million things or we do one thing, God loves us. And we don't need to earn that love. We don't need to work for that love. God just loves us because he is love. And the thing about that love and the fact that we don't have to earn it is that we have the freedom to be who we are. Just just who we are. Who we are is enough. Who Carol is is enough. Who you are is enough. So you don't have to pretend to have it all together. You don't have to perform at 150 for God to be pleased with you. And you don't have to be a people pleaser or a perfectionist for your spot in the kingdom. It's, it's secure right? And so that's what we do here. And that's what my business pathway is all about. Pathway is all about guiding women to God's love and freedom, right? And so that's what we're talking about today. Today's episode is purpose over pay purpose overpay. And as I get into the episode, I will share more about the genesis of that phrase. That phrase I first coined years ago. I think it was 2011, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I think it was 2011. And it was a term that God gave me in a season, in another wait season that I was in. So as we get into the episode, I have to first let you know, give you an update. Last last episode, episode four, I shared about being in a wait season, waiting on an answer to a particular matter that I thought would be a good opportunity for my family. Well, I got the answer on Monday. Today, I'm recording on Saturday. I got the answer on Monday of this week after recording episode four. And I just going to put it out there. The answer was no. The answer was no. And that hurts. (laughs) I have to be honest. The no hurt my feelings. I was very disappointed. And I... I was stumped for a little while, right? Um, I went through these stages. First, I was numb. It was like, oh, okay, all right. At least I know now, right? And then the numbness wore off and I thought about what all that no entailed. And initially, I could only see 
the bad part of it, right? I could only see the bad part of it. And so I was, I was a little bummed. I was a little bummed. Um, the, the, the numbness wore off and the tears started. And I was like, God, I just don't know what to do with this answer. And so just, just for context, just for context, full disclosure, I believe in being transparent. The truth is that I had applied for a job. If you know me, if you've been listening to the podcast, you should know that I, I am a business owner. I am self-employed, God-employed, and it can be difficult. It can be difficult adjusting to it's all on you. Your income is dependent on your level of output or the number of clients, right? And it's a lot. And I saw a job opportunity that had requirements that matched my skills. And I was like, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it because it felt easier. It felt easier to know that I could work nine to five and get a steady salary, a steady pay, right? And then do the entrepreneur thing on the side right? The podcast is something that I record on Saturdays anyway. And so I was like, that is an area that God has told me to lean into in this season in my business. And I could do that. And, you know, to be honest, when God told me to lean into doing the podcast in this season, I fought him because I was like, God, (laughs) I'm an entrepreneur. Podcasting, especially in the beginning stages, earns no money. So why would I put my attention on something that earns no money? Is this a business or is this a ministry? What's going on? What are we doing? And here I am and I'm loving it. I love to share. I love to share um, what God is sharing with me you know, and so I did that, but I figured, you know, I'm going to just have this job. This job is going to help us with bills. And then I could fulfill this purpose of spreading the message of love and freedom on the side, right? I could do it on the side. No problem. I'm not letting, I'm not giving it up. I'm just redirecting focus. So that was my thought. And can I tell you, I had, I had reservations about the job. I did. And as I waited for the answer, there were thoughts of, is this really God? Are you being Sarah and trying to do a a Hagar with an Ishmael, right? And I was like, no, this is God. Like this God has provided this opportunity. And I got to the place of peace in the wait last week that I told you about because I felt confident that God would say yes. <laughs> That's how I got to let go of the anxiousness. I thought that he would say yes because I convinced myself, I convinced myself that God was giving me an out. God was giving me an out from going through the process of building my business and this being my solo focus. And so when he said no, I had to readjust. I had to go back and like, okay, 
clearly this was not your answer to what I consider to be my financial limitations. And so what are we doing? What are we doing here? And so it has been a week of seeking God, extra journaling, extra processing, right? Ruminating, which is not a good thing because it's overthinking and it's never productive. And so letting that go and just resting in the fact that God is good. And so several things happened this week. It's been a very fruitful week. It's been a very fruitful week from the pain of that no beautiful things have been birthed within me. Real peace has been restored within me. And that is because God has been speaking to me. God has met me in that space of I did not get the answer that I expected. And I'm sure if you are an adult listening to this, you have experienced at some point in some way on some level a no, whether it be to a job, a relationship, a health diagnosis, the the outcome of a health diagnosis for a loved one, Whatever that is, you know, it hurts when we don't get the answer that we want. I don't think anybody asks a question or makes a request wanting a no, right? Most of us, most times, if we ask something, we want the person to say yes. And when we get a no, even though everybody, including God, has the right to say no, it still stings a little. Whether it stings at a 10 or a 2 on a scale of 1 to 10, there's a sting, right? And so one of the things that God ministered to me with was the Lord is my shepherd. And as I reflected on that psalm, it brought me peace because it always reminds me that I will not want because God is my shepherd. No matter how it looks, no matter how it feels, there is not going to be lack because God is my shepherd, right? And in the process of accepting that God is my shepherd, I made peace with the debt that we have. And God reminded me, you know, and clarified to me too. He's like, you know, yes, my word says be lenders and not borrowers. However, you cannot limit the way in which I am going to provide, right? I provide for my people in various ways. And and there are people who may disagree with me, right? You know, we have those who believe that we should live on a cash basis only. And I agree that ideally we should live beneath our means so that we can have savings and do the things so that when things come up, we have surplus so that we can make purchases without having to go into debt, without having to use credit cards, without having to get a loan. That's an ideal situation. I would love to be in that situation. 
But the reality is life doesn't always work out that way for various reasons, right? And so sometimes God does open the door for us to use credit facilities to do things that are needed in a particular season. And he shared with me, reminded me that when we got the debt and you know, the way that it happened, it was clearly supernatural and the timing of it and all of those factors. And he said, if you consider it a blessing when you got it, you can't now consider it a curse and God's blessings had no sorrow, then he is going to continue to be Jehovah Jireh and help us to meet the monthly payments as long as we have this debt. And I was like, I just have to rest in it. I would love for the debt to be eliminated, like in one sweep, but maybe that's not what's going to happen. You know, maybe we just have to patiently, month by month, decrease it, decrease it, decrease it. And that's okay. That's okay. It's not the end of the world (laughs) that we have debt, right? And so that is what God showed me in The Lord is My Shepherd. And he was like, you know, whether you have surplus income or just enough income, I'm still the shepherd making sure that your needs are met and not to lose sight of it and not to try and take over his role as provider, but to continue to trust in him. And then the next thing that happened was I had to lean back into entrepreneurship. Can I tell you, I was so ready to to throw in the towel and be a full-time employee again, you know, because I don't know if I've shared this in the podcast, but if you know me personally, you may have heard me say this. Being an entrepreneur was not my plan. I never grew up wanting to be my own boss. Like that was not a desire of mine at all. I was quite content to work for somebody until retirement. I had no dreams of owning a business because my father was an entrepreneur. My mother, uncles, grandfather, they were entrepreneurs. And I, I know the struggle. I know what that is. And I, I, my first degree was in business. So I understand fully the weight of owning a business. So whereas some people may have seen, oh, being your own boss, you could call the shots, you set your schedule. Like, I no, no, no. I knew from early that running a business meant you are solely responsible for the livelihood of the business, yourself, and everybody you hire. And so Whereas being an employee, you work your set hours, you go home, and at the end of the pay period, your money in the bank. (laughs) And whether you go on the job and look at the ceiling, or you go on the job and you bust your tail, if you have a salaried position, you know, your salary is going to be there, right? And then you have paid vacation, (laughs) You have employee benefits like medical and that type pension plan, right? But if you're a business owner, all of that falls on you. And so that was never my dream, my goal. And I am only doing this because God said to do it. And so for those three weeks, (laughs) 
that I was interviewing for that job, I was like, God, I gave the entrepreneur thing a shot for three years. I'm good if it's coming to an end. I am so good. I am so good with that. And so, and then I got the no. And so I'm like, okay, all right. I was good with letting go of entrepreneurship, but are you good with it? And he said, Carol, I gave you this job as the business owner of Pathway because I know you. I know what I placed in you. And I know how what I've placed in you can benefit the world. And the only way for you to fully express what I have placed in you is for you to make your own table so that on your table you can offer everything that you are without limitations or restrictions. And he said, as good as that job seemed to be because it would be a set salary and you would not have the weight, the responsibility, that was not my best for you because it would restrict you and you would get frustrated because that's what you left behind, feeling like only parts of you were, were useful and having to silence and squash other parts of you to fulfill someone else's dream. And he said, if you are willing, and it was, it was going to be a writing position in marketing, right? And he said, if you're, if you were willing to put in 40 hours a week to market other people's products and services, can you not put in the time to market what I have given you? And I said, wow, that's, that's deep because confession again, Marketing is the part of business that I hate. I love the work. I love the work. I don't feel the need to tell people about the work. I want the people to just come <laughs> miraculously find out what I do and how awesome it is and how much they need it. And, you know, FAIR has had me not wanting to do marketing. That's my truth. And he said... If you believe that what you offer can help people, if you know how good it feels to be set free from pretense and perfectionism and performance, and you see the other women out there that are stuck in those cycles, who can also be free, who you know that you can help, because you've been helping women already. Shouldn't you let them know that you're here to help? You know, and as I'm saying this, literally, he's reminding me of what I said at the beginning of this podcast about finding the great restaurant or a clothing store and sharing it with your friends. And he's like, you just ask these women who are listening to this podcast to share this podcast with their friends, yet you are not 
always willing to share what you do with others so that they know what you do. So yeah, that, that's been his line with me like for this entire week. You have to be willing to show up and share what you're offering because people need it and they don't know you have it unless you tell them. And the passive, uh, I'm just going to wait for things to happen. A, that's not your style. <laughs> that's not how I created you. And B, it's not effective, you know, and it was, it's been a humbling week because he, he reminded me of who I am and how he created me and that I am a persistent person. I am an intel- intelligent, intentional person. I am a woman that plans and executes. And so he challenged me. He said, if you would have been willing to do it for somebody else, you need to be willing to do it for yourself. And so I sat with him and I said, God, show me, tell me what to do. And he has given me the shift. He has given me the shift, how to shift my focus. And he said, I have to trust that if he is calling me an entrepreneur, that he has a plan and a strategy for me to be an entrepreneur 100% and not run from the parts of entrepreneurship that scare me. And so he reminded me that Purpose Over Pay came in a season when I graduated with my master's degree in counseling and I was not working yet. And I started volunteering my services because I was like, God has given me a purpose to fulfill, to help other people, to know him, to love him, to receive his love, to know how much he loves them. And he had just impressed upon me the importance of letting people know how much he loved them. And I have now seen that he wanted me to know how much he loved me so that I could be free to do what he wanted me to do, right? And so I was speaking with a lady and I was like, you know, I'm willing to help you because your purpose seems to be aligned with my purpose and I believe in purpose over pay. And as I said the words, I was like, purpose over pay. Yes, purpose over pay, purpose over pay. That's what I'm all about, purpose over pay. And I still believe that. I still believe in purpose over pay. That does not mean that there is no pay in the purpose. Far from it, far from it. There is pay in the purpose. But I start from the concept of purpose is more important than pay. And in the context of the recent events of this month, it reminded me that it is more important to God that I fulfill his purpose than for me to get a steady paycheck. But that does not mean that I will not be provided for. As I processed purpose over pay, he reminded me, God provides for purpose. When you are operating in purpose, God will provide everything that you need, every resource that you need to fulfill your purpose, God will provide. 
Secondly, God's promises supersede our desires. I desire <laughs> to not have to deal with the, the parts of this process that come with entrepreneurship. That's my desire. I feel like that would be easier. That would be funner, <laughs> right? But God promises good things. God promises to guide us along the path that he has prepared for us, the path that he knows is best for us. Therefore, he has to honor his promise. And if something that I desire does not align with his promise, he's not going to fulfill the desire. Yes, God has promised to give, give us the desires of our heart, but it says when we delight in him and when we delight in him, we want what he wants, right? And we realize that all of our desires are not the best for us. And so we, 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 we concede and we say, nevertheless, not my will, but your will, like Jesus did in the garden. Jesus, the man, did not want to go to the cross. Jesus, the man, did not want to be flogged and whipped. But Jesus, the Godhead, the divine, knew that that was a part of the purpose that he came to earth for, to bear the weight of our sins, to pay the price for our sins. And so Jesus the man and Jesus the divine went to the cross to fulfill God's purpose. And it is the same with us. If we call ourselves Christ, if we say we are following God, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, then we have to accept that all of our desires will not be fulfilled if they do not align with God's purpose and his best, because he will fulfill purpose. The third thing that came from remembering purpose over pay is that purpose, process, and patience work together. Purpose, process, and patience work together. Purpose requires us to go through processes, <laughs> seasons of processing. We're being processed, we're fulfilling purpose. We're being processed, we're fulfilling purpose. And therefore, we have to be patient in the process of fulfilling purpose. So that is what I want you to walk away with as we come to the close of this episode. Purpose is more important than pay. You can lean into your purpose, trusting that God is your shepherd and he will provide for your purpose. God's promises supersede your desires. And purpose, process, and patience work together. So my lovely friend, I hope that you have a wonderful day. 
May God continue to bless you, show himself to you, and reveal you to you so that you can be the awesome person that he has created you to be. God bless you. for joining me for this episode of Living Loved and Free with Carol G, brought to you by Pathway, where we guide women to love and freedom. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate, like, or leave a comment with your feedback in your podcast app, or send us an email with your thoughts or questions at info at pathwayteam242.org. We also invite you to join our email community at pathwayteam242.org. And be sure to connect with Pathway or Carol Griffiths on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. All our links are in the show notes. I am Carol Griffiths, your Kingdom Life Coach and Freedom Guide. Until next time, remember that you are free to be who God created you to be.